The Vanuatu Project, bringing music to children. Hello everyone, welcome, welcome to Signpost for Living with Dr. Kirsten Hunter and we have the gorgeous Mel here. Help me out, Mel Bukholtz. Did I get it? Yes, that's pretty close. No, come on, you say it. Mel Bukholtz. Bukholtz, Bukholtz. <laughs> that's right. There you go. Everyone, Mel has come along um, today to talk about music. When I think of Mel, I think of music kind of synonymous, really. And we're going to talk about music in the world, which is just ridiculously exciting. So how did you feel when I asked you to come along? Ah, I was very excited and very honoured to be asked. (laughs) I love talking about um, everything I do in my music world. Absolutely. So everyone, Mel is this exquisite, absolutely exquisite pianist and I've just recently seen you perform and it was wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And um, Mel, tell me, what's your background with music? So how long have you been, what what instruments do you play? How long have you been in the music world? How did you come to enter the music world? Mm. So when I was in year two at school, my (laughs) mum... bought an electronic organ which was all the rage back in the 70s and she had a couple of tunes that she used to play and so I used to listen to her and then I would copy what she played so after a few months of doing that they thought oh we should get her some lessons (laughs) so in grade three I started music lessons I started on the electronic organ which as I said was all the rage then when I got to um year six the nun said you have to go on to the piano which I was very upset about but looking back that was the best thing ever I also learnt violin I learnt woodwind I even learnt some brass along the way and now um, I teach piano and woodwind there you go which I love yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah and um you do teaching all over the place you you teach it I do. I teach uh, locally at a a private school. I teach from my home studio and I also have students from all over the place that I teach online. Wow. Now, I don't, I I would assume a lot of people would kind of, you know, get into this world of of enjoying music, teaching music, performing music. Um, But you've taken it further. You've said I actually, you had a passion, you had a bit of a fire in the belly. Yeah, so I um, I have a, a great mentor, a, a guy named Mark Walton, yeah. who has been such an inspiration to me in my life. And he, um, he spends a lot of his time in Australia and New Zealand going to rural places and teaching and really encouraging lots and lots of young and not so young musicians. So I decided... I would love to follow in his footsteps. So I do that in communities in Queensland and New South Wales. But then I've taken it further afield to Vanuatu. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. Because I love Vanuatu. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back a little bit. So when you go out, when you go out to these rural mm. um, communities in Queensland and New South Wales and Australia, obviously, um, what do you do? How does it so work? So I what? present workshops. Um So I usually have a a bit of a sign-up form. I let people know that I'm coming and they sign up for lessons um, no matter what standard they're up to. Sometimes we'll do group classes. Sometimes we'll do individual lessons. Sometimes we'll put on a little bit of a concert. Isn't that so great? Because they wouldn't have those resources out in these various rural environments. 
a lot of rural places just don't have the teachers. No. So they're really receptive and really eager to have somebody come in. And have you gone back to the electrical piano? Because you have to when you go out there. Do they not have pianos? Or do they have uh, some? Yeah, most places have yeah. have a piano. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Mm. And um, you meet, must meet some lovely characters out there. I do. I do. I also adjudicate um, a lot of Estedfords, and that's another passion of mine. And when you talk about characters, I remember adjudicating at a so that means, that means marking, doesn't it? Giving, choosing yes, who wins yes, the award. Yeah, a music yeah. competition. Yeah, there was an Estepford in Western New South Wales, and there was a section for over thirty fives, and a lady played um, the harmonica. She was about eighty five, <laughs> and she was really, really nervous and shaking like anything. Aww. And she won the section, and I said to her, "Oh, you must, you must love doing this." And but you looked very nervous, and she said. I'm terrified, but I do it every year because it's character building. Oh, isn't that just gorgeous? <laughs> yeah. I just think music is so profound, yeah. isn't it? it That's it, right. It's, it's such a wonderful, um, you know, expression of, of the individual, but it's, it brings so much joy. And, That's right. And people can expand yep. their skill set no matter where they're at, mm. which is so great. I love the fire in your belly. It's great. So, okay, so how did you first knock on the door of exquisite, gorgeous Vanuatu? Where does so why Vanuatu? Well, my husband and I are avid cruisers, <laughs> and we went there a couple of times on cruise ships just for the day. And this one particular day, I said to my husband, "We'd been into town. We were back on the cruise ship, and the markets are just off the cruise ship at the port." And I said to him, "I'm going to go off the cruise ship and get a foot massage. I just..." feel like I need that at the end of the day and I'm going to walk around I'm not going to go for a pushy lady I'm just going to find the right person that's going to stand out to me and I found this lovely lady called Helen and we really hit it off she gave me this lovely foot massage and we chatted we had so much in common and at the end we exchanged um, contact details and we've kept in touch all of this time. And so how, my many, hus- how many years are we talking? Oh, probably about eight years. Eight years, lovely. And my husband and I now support her and her family. Yeah. Um, from time to time, we yeah help them out with things that they need. And particularly during COVID, that was a really difficult time over there with the stopping of tourism and. And we've become very close with this family. And then I decided I needed to go back to Vanuatu to visit them more often. But what could I do? So it's not just a holiday all the time. (laughs) So I decided I would volunteer. And I started volunteering at a local school. And that's how this has all come about. So so, what would you do when you'd go and volunteer? So when I go and volunteer at this school, I actually teach everything. The teachers love it when I come because they can have a little holiday. And (laughs) and I teach English, maths, I teach everything. Why? (laughs) Um, I thought you'd teach music. I do teach music. I am a a trained primary school teacher as well. (laughs) I did not know that. Yes. There you go. And... um, so anyway, of course I do a lot of music when I go there, mm. but they also get me to do lots of other things. <laughs> wow. um, but that's, yeah, that's a more detailed story really. <laughs> and what's it like when, you know, this, this initial time you'd be going over with, with, you know, the intention of teaching 
primarily music, to the kids. What's it like? How do they respond? Well, um, the kids are just so beautiful. The first time I, I went and volunteered, I had 50 children in the class. 50? 50. 50, yes. They are crammed in this classroom with wall-to-wall desks. There's no like breakout area. They can't come up the front and sit down for you to read a story or, or things like that. They're just stuck at these desks all day. Wow. And they, they virtually have no resources. Mm. Every time I go over, I take um, lots of donations of, of things that, that people give me to take over. Yeah. Um, so that was, quite, um, that was quite an eye-opener to go in there and see what their school is like. But in saying that, the children are just so happy, so keen to learn, and they just love me coming over there and sharing with them. And the first time I went, they had never done music in class before mm-hmm. they they maybe sing a couple of um church songs once or twice a week but nothing really formal no formal music lessons so i uh, took some percussion instruments i took a keyboard and taught them some aboriginal songs actually really and within three days, they were singing in three parts. Really? They were just amazing. Oh, that mm. would have made your soul yeah. sing, hearing that. It was spine-chilling yeah. listening to yeah. them sing. Wow. wow. Did you get a recording? Yes, I have a, a few recordings of them singing. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So then, I mean, how wonderful. And then did you come away and have a, a thought of what to do next? Or yeah, you it's sort of um, developed over time. I also have a colleague over there who teaches in one of the French schools and I've done some work with her as well. She, um, The French schools over there, of course, are supported by the French government, so they have more funds than the Vanuatu schools. Are the French uh, schools for expats or are they for actual locals? No, they're for locals as right. well. They've just okay. got to have um, some French lineage to be able to go to the school. That's terrible is it <laughs> sorry <laughs> but the school that i as in as in you don't exclude kids do you but big pardon you don't exclude kids no, if they don't no, have french lineage no. but anyway sorry keep going the school that i love going to is called freshwater public school and it has somewhere between 15 to 1700 children wow um and attendance varies <laughs> yeah when I went back this year, um, at Easter time this year, I took um, I actually took four students of mine from here and it was just the experience of a lifetime for them. And this year we had 63 children in the class. Rather than 50? Yes. Oh. <laughs> 63 in one wow. class. It was what unbelievable. Great opportunity for you with bringing your music students from Australia over to Vanuatu to teach other students. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever done and I would just go home each night with the fullest of hearts watching them teach and watching them um, mix with the children and the children just loved every minute of it both sides beautiful beautiful (laughs) and with the family you've you've spent time you told me you went to an island yes so they live on an island Um, so in Vanuatu when you're in Port Vila in the city if you look straight out to sea, there's an island called Iririki Island, which is, has a, a resort where a lot of Australians go to stay. Right. 
Behind that is another little island called Ifira Island and that's where the family that we support lives. And we were lucky enough to go and visit them this year and apparently, I didn't know this, but you have to be invited to go there. You can't just go there. There you go. (laughs) VIP. They came and picked us up on a boat and took us across and it was the most amazing day and they had a brand new little grandson when we met him. He was one week old. Wow. And they named him Rick after my husband. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. Which was very special. That is, that is. I was in Vanuatu after they'd just had um, a natural disaster and uh, it was just wiped out. It was horrendous. Mm. Just after we went at Easter time, they had two cyclones in one week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so when we got there... There was no fresh fruit or vegetables and it was actually very difficult to eat. Um, I'm gluten-free and dairy-free, so it was particularly hard to find. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, (laughs) it must be a very resilient um, country. They don't have a choice. No. Um, The the amount of difficulties I've had with I had um, I had a friend travelling with me um, who um, was an older lady and she was – a little bit worried about going there after the cyclones and I said don't worry they, they bounce back very quickly and mm. when she got there and saw she she said oh yes I can see what you mean they they're so resilient wow so then you're thinking what next and where, where talk, talk to me mm. so when I returned from my last visit I thought there's got to be more that I can do um to help keep the music going while I'm not there. So I came up up with this idea to put together a music program that I can deliver to Freshwater School in the first instance Mm. and see how it goes there. So it's going to mean me training a couple of teachers, one or two teachers, I'm not sure yet, and getting some instruments and I'm hoping to get... um, some help from sponsors Mm -hmm. to be able to make that happen and devising a program that's easy enough for them to implement and for me to be able to maybe keep them updated online until I can go back and train them again. That's extraordinary. So you're talking about getting people who live in Vanuatu, Mm. training them in the music. Yes. And providing them with the musical instruments. Yes. And then having a a fairly permanent kind of musical program. That's right. And building from the grassroots up. That's right. That's what I hope to do. (laughs) Wow, that's fantastic. I mean, uh, the logistics of getting instruments to Vanuatu. Wow. Well, uh, we're talking, I would like to do a recorder program because I know everyone thinks, oh, recorders. But <laughs> <laughs> You've got to start somewhere. But they're very accessible yeah. and they're very um, – they're an easy instrument for children to make a start on mm. and then they can lead into other things later. So that's my hope is to start with that, a singing program, of course. And I also um, have worked in a school where I've had a marimba program. So a marimba is a wooden instrument, like a xylophone, but it's quite large and they're handmade. Really? Yeah. So I worked in a school in northern New South Wales where we had the marimba program and we got the local men's shed to build the marimbas. Oh, my gosh. And we had some parents also come in and and help. So 
I haven't quite worked out the logistics of whether I get them made in Australia or whether we get people over there to make them. Wow. Yeah, but they're made from timber and PVC pipe and they're just the most amazing instruments. Really? Mm. That is amazing. Mm. You could get some box drums happening too. Yes, yeah. My sons have got them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're side tables. Yes. <laughs> Wow, that's so cool. And and recorders, they're very childproof as well, aren't they? They are. Yeah. It's not really much can go wrong with them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I guess um, from your time over there, you'll know which teachers are more inclined to be, you know, enthusiastic to jump on board yes. and, and to learn and engage in the project that's program. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got a lot of support over there. So um, it's just a, a case of getting the right people to mm. deliver the program. So this is bigger than music, isn't it? Because this is about increasing student retention, you know. Mm. They're actually attending attending school. Mm. It's about um, them being able to... I asked you earlier what sort of music they would be playing, you know, you'd mm. encourage, and whether it would be the local music or the anglicised music. Mm. Can you jump in there? So um, there will be a lot of anglicised music, but I'm, I'm also determined not to try and change their culture, not no. to try and um, take away from anything that they have. So I'll be researching the local um, traditional music and mm. trying to arrange some of that for them to play as well, which so, I think is really important. Yeah, and so you're giving them the capacity to play their own music. Yeah. That's, that's pretty, right. That's wild, isn't it? So the first time I went to visit over there... Um, they actually had a cultural week happening mm. and they had two nights of cultural concerts, mm. which was a, a really big deal. And they said to me, we want to sing our cultural songs, but they're not written down. So they had to sing them to me really many times while I wrote them down. And it was actually a very difficult process because nothing is written down, so it's like it can change from one person to the next person that sings it. Yeah. It's um not the rhythm wasn't very definite, so <laughs> Wow. Yeah. There and was, you're desperately trying to get it right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, so wonderful. So so when they've got the capacity to, you know, perform this music, it's going to be so good for the, the bonding of the that community. You know, it's another that's right. it's another level of of just creating that, that community spirit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And um, what musical instru instruments do they have over there? What 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 is the Vanuatu way with music? Mm. They don't. I guess there are some traditional sorts of instruments that they make out of like nuts and and things like that, mm. um, where they tie them around their wrists, um, wrists and and feet yeah. for traditional dancing, but. Uh, they have, they do have a music shop in the main street, which sells guitars and things. And you'll often see them playing guitars, but mm -hmm. that's not really traditional either. Yeah. Okay, so you're not stepping on any toes no. really with the traditional no. music. No, yeah. I don't think so. That is wonderful. And so, are you hoping that this school is kind of going to be the pilot school? Yes, to go that's broader. What I'm hoping. I guess if you create a program, then that can be replicated, can't it? Yes. Wow. Yes. That's what I hope is going to happen. Mm. Wow. Now, everyone, uh, if there's one thing about Mel, she is um, combustive with energy, <laughs> highly ambitious. 
Aren't you? Not enough time to do all the projects you want to do? Never enough time. Never enough time. <laughs> highly passionate, highly driven. Um, really, really, you, you have a very high standard for yourself. Yes. Which is great. So with all your enthusiasm, I imagine your brain is rattling away about how, with regard to how to make this project happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you got any leads yet in possible, you know, people you could work with with this project to get the music happening? Well... In Vanuatu, everything happens island time. (laughs) (laughs) So I've sent off lots of emails. I've had some replies. I know that they're enthusiastic, but I do. I also am prepared that it's going to take some time to get the ball rolling because that's the that's just how it happens over there. It's good that you're accepting that. Well. I often tell the story, I was once um, asked to play at a concert over there at 2 o'clock and I went on stage at 5.30, so <laughs> that's just how it rolls over there. <laughs> oh, that's but funny. But it, it's, um, you know, in some ways that can be frustrating, but it's also, um, it's so lovely to go over there and I feel like the days are so long because you're not ruled by the clock. Really? Yeah. It's that would be so good for the Very pressure. different... Um, feeling to hear mm. yeah wow there you go and you're looking for australian sponsors yes definitely did you hear that yes yes <laughs> <laughs> so you just started you've got a lot of networks so you're yeah. just starting conversations yes, and i have started talking to contacts about um ways to make things happen so yeah well if anyone's listening out there who wants to <laughs> jump on board and passionately help bring music to vanuatu the schools in vanuatu mm. then contact me and i'll i'll get them onto you unless Certainly. you want everyone to contact you directly uh whatever's easiest (laughs) (laughs) well anyway contact me and i'll 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 hand them all over but no that sounds wonderful can i end on one one question that's my favorite question Mm. i've always wanted to ask you this what does music mean to you ah really that's a really hard question but um yeah well music is everything to me and people People that come to my house look around and see like the music carpet, the music clock, the, oh, really? and they say, you're just surrounded by music all the time. And I said, yes, but that, that is who I am. And there was never has never been any question that music was going to be my career path. Yeah. So many kids these days don't know what they're going to do. I, ne- I never had that problem. Music was always going to be my career. And it's just when I play on stage... I'm just, yeah, consumed by it. And and that's why mm. one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this because of your passion. Mm. And, you know, in psychology it's really about finding your passion yep. and, and what brings you alive and what gives you energy and gives you meaning, gives you purpose. Mm. And um, your, your level of passion for music is quite contagious, obviously, <laughs> which is wild. Yes. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming along. I am... Um, gonna really look forward to hearing about the Vanuatu project and hearing how it's progressing and if anyone out there knows someone who's passionate about getting behind with the sponsorship please contact me and the way you can contact me is the website kirstenhunterauthor.com facebook and instagram kirstenhunterauthor twitter kirstenhunterau we've got youtube psych in your car and this is signpost for living with dr kirsten hunter thank you so much darling thank you for having me no worries